Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Shelby Rose, and I am an energetic and business guide helping you align, activate, and expand your energy to create the life and business you're wildly obsessed with. I believe that every single one of us has a path that lights us up, makes us excited to get up every single day, and brings massive service and impact to the world. In this podcast, we'll tune into our soul's true desires, take ownership for every single thing in our lives, and shift our vibration to embody the queen we came here to be. You deserve this. You get to have it. Let's go create it. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am your host, Shelby Rose, and today I have a guest, Robbie Bent, on the podcast, who's going to share his story of overcoming addiction and some of the modalities he used to move through that period of his life. He's got a really incredible story for anyone who's in a, a period in your life where you're struggling or maybe just having a hard time changing your behaviors or your habits or your lifestyle, this episode is going to not only inspire you to know that it's possible to change, but also give you some really, really cool tools and resources and just things to mull over to help you really commit to behavior change. So a little bit about Robbie. He is building a global community to solve the loneliness epidemic. It's something we talked about in the episode we both talked about how you know you can be really surrounded by people and you guys have heard me talk about this how i was surrounded by people all the time um, in my early 20s i had a really big group of friends we were always going out we we're always hanging out but i felt so incredibly lonely and i think a big part of that is one i wasn't able to go to those depths within myself but i didn't understand how to connect to people and i think something that's really cool that robbie talks about on the podcast that he's building with his company othership is not only emotional training classes so that you can actually connect to yourself but combining that with beautiful social spaces built around saunas and ice baths and also his leading breathwork mobile app othership so they're using these practices, these in-person experiences to really build community and connection. So they also run live breathwork concerts in New York City, LA, Miami, and Austin. Robbie is the GP at Vine Ventures, a psychedelic medicine venture fund committed to giving 50% of the profits to research and charitable causes. Robbie has also been profiled by leading wellness brands like Eight Sleep and the Natural State Podcast. So really incredible human being, really incredible conversation. I want to share a little bit about the Othership Breathwork app. Um, I know I've shared in the podcast before like some of the ex really cool experiences I've had through breathwork, these transformation experiences these moments of just like releasing so much emotion from my body. But one of the biggest barriers for me to doing breath work consistently is that I feel like I need someone to guide me through it. And YouTube videos for me just don't really cut it. So <laughs> I was skeptical about Othership because I was like, eh, it's going to be like all the other breath work videos I've done. Like I've tried it all. It's hard for me to follow and like really drop in and be in the moment. And 
you guys, I'm obsessed. I've only done two days since we recorded this podcast episode, but one, I feel so much more connected, so much more dropped in after I do these sessions. Two, they're like four minutes to like 15 minutes, 20 minutes long. But the ones that are like the daily ones are like five to 10 minutes, which I think is so incredible because let's be real, we're all busy and like taking an hour out of my day every single day to go through a whole breathwork sequence feels overwhelming. So the fact that they're really short is a big turn on for me. And then three, I love how they're one paired with really cool music so that I feel like I'm really in the moment. There's something that about the music that helps me get out of the mind chatter. And then two, the way that the, they have like the breath, you can, the audio and the breath is really cool because it, it helps you know what to do without the facilitator actually saying like, breathe in through your nose, breathe out through your mouth. You can actually hear the person like the instructional breathing. I don't even know how to explain it. And you can be like, oh, I'm supposed to be breathing in through my nose or I'm supposed to be breathing out through my mouth. Or I can hear that person breathing, you know, really short breaths in, in and out through the nose. Like it's really intuitive and it makes it so that you don't have to think while you're going through the practice of breath work. You can just follow along. Seriously, highly recommend this. Um, I also, <laughs> I'm very frugal, you guys. I don't have like any very many subscriptions to things. I think the only thing I have a subscription to is Audible. And um, I'm getting this subscription. Like there's a two week free trial, but this is one that I'm definitely going to do. And I have a discount code to share with you guys that I'm going to link in the show notes. I'll, I'll share my link there for you, but you guys can get 20% off um, when you sign up with the discount code Shelby Rose uh, or just follow the link in the show notes so that you can get that discount when you sign up. You also get a two-week free trial. So it's pretty dope. Go check it out. There's also some free content on the app as well. So I highly recommend, highly, highly, highly recommend. It's something that I'm definitely going to be continuing in my morning practice, especially since it's so short. So that being said, let's dive into this incredible conversation with Robbie. Well, Robbie, thank you so much for being here and being a part of the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am really excited to share you and your story and what you are doing in the world right now with the community. Before we dive into our conversation, do you mind sharing a little bit with the audience about who you are and what led you on your path to doing what you're doing today? That's a long story. Firstly, thanks. <laughs> thanks for being here. But for people listening, it is a story of transformation from addiction, losing my company, living in my parents' basement, feeling worthless, all the way to finding a number of practices and modalities that helped me. Uh, so, you know, sober six years now and really wanted to build a platform that helps people make behavioral change or, you know, mm -hmm. another term is, is transformation. Yeah. So the, the term, you know, at our business, the tagline is the house of transformation. And the whole ideas are around helping people make sustainable behavioral change. So I'll kind of stop there. We can, we can dive into any of those pieces. Yeah. I, well, I think it's so fascinating. I think a lot of people who find this podcast find themselves either in a tough time and they're wanting to move through that. And I just would love to 
I would love if you would be open to sharing a little bit about your experience of hitting that rock bottom and how you brought yourself from that low place to really helping other people running a successful business and kind of that, what that journey looked like. Yeah. For me, I was always very much from childhood, like, Oh, if I, if I do good things, you know, people will like me. And so I had this idea that I wasn't just worthy of love. And so this is for a lot of type A achievers. It's this idea that, you know, if I put up my hand in class and do good on the test and I'm on the sports team and I have money and I have that good job, like people will like me, people will love me. I'm worthy. So that really leads to, um, competitiveness, this idea that you need validation. And so that led me into a career I wasn't super interested in, but I, I thought, oh, this is the fastest way to make money, to be successful. You know, so I went to business school and I joined a hedge fund and it was all about just like having nice things so that girls would like me. I'd feel validated. My parents would be proud of me. I'd have friends. And during that path, I also really love stimulation. So I'm just a really intense person. So I can work a lot. I like extreme sports. I loved uh, drugs and alcohol. And so, mm-hmm. you know, to deal with the stress and pressure of work, I would just kind of disappear for, for days on the weekend. And after working finance for a while, I was like, I, I really hate this. I'm going to get into startups. And so I started working. I started, built a startup with the co-founder and it seemed like it was going really well on the outside. We'd raised a bunch of money, ended up growing this huge company. But on the inside, I was, you know, using drugs on the weekends and uh, really struggling with like stress and overwhelm, again, doing mm-hmm. something I didn't want to um, just to make money. And so that was like a huge driver. And, and none of this stuff was conscious at the time. So I just felt it was normal. Like that's what my friends totally. were doing too, you know, trying to have a good job and like trying to meet girls and partners and trying to have nice things. It just felt like that was normal life mm-hmm. and kind of like what people did. So I grew up in, you know, near Toronto and that was common. And, you know, I just was very unhappy and stressed. And as that company went on, it actually ended up failing. And so success and external validation was pretty much the only thing important to me at the time. And so all of a sudden, you know, I'm 28, I had to fire the entire staff, uh, had to move out of my nice apartment and sell my car, move back in with my parents, didn't really know what I was going to do, was operating from this place of like extreme fear, fear and failure and then doing drugs. And so I would wake up on like a Sunday morning after a weekend of partying and just, you know, be in my parents' house. Like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> like, I, I have no, you know, how am I actually going to mm-hmm. make change here? What am I going to do? And so it was a really um, tough time for me because you just feel like, like it doesn't matter what I'm going to do. There's kind of no way out. And I really struggled to stop drinking or realize that that was like an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of the rock bottom, you know, the point in time when I just felt like life isn't working in the way, uh, I had imagined. Yeah. And, you know, to kind of get out of that space, I, I started getting into a lot of podcasts, Tim Ferriss, Ben Greenfield, mm-hmm. a lot of these traditional biohacker health, um, personal growth style stuff. And I just started with, you know, a morning routine. So it was like, Oh, if I can, if I can meditate, you know, and make my bed and do like a little gratitude journal and maybe I can win my morning, I can win my day. And that was Mm -hmm. the first step into learning about kind of, you know, called spirituality, behavioral change, you know, just self-inquiry. Yeah. And on that path, I realized that like, Hey, I actually have to move and change things up 
And so for people listening, a luxury at the time, I had no family, no house, you know, it was very easy for me to move. And so no job. And so I ended up moving to Israel uh, just to be away from friends and to be in a new environment where you know, drugs and alcohol wouldn't be so prevalent. And in that environment, I learned about Vipassana meditation. And that was the first, you know, kind of major shift. So a Vipassana retreat is 10 days of silence with 10 hours of meditation per day. And if you think of meditation as a skill, it's, it's like kind of like playing an instrument. You know, if you pick up a guitar, it's not fun. You're not like jamming on songs. You don't know what you're doing. And meditation is the same ways. And so you, you talk to people and it's like, Oh, I, I, you know, I've tried, I had headspace, I had calm, I can't do it. You know, it's very difficult, it's challenging. I gave up and it doesn't fit into my day. And so I saw that happening with a lot of friends and it was kind of the way I felt about it. And then after this meditation retreat, it's like two years of, you know, calm or headspace in 10 days. And so it seems insane for most people. They're like, Oh, I could never do that. But yeah if you want to learn the technique, like that's the way to do it. Because within those 10 days, you feel the power meditation has, you get real feedback. Like, wow, this is something that's going to actually change the way my mind works and it's going to lead to behavioral change. And so that was the first opening where I started to become aware of these feelings of like, wow, I'm really relying on other people for love. I'm really like concerned about this validation stuff and what my parents think. And, and it wasn't, I wasn't aware of that. I was just kind of acting unconsciously. And so that was the first time I kind of started to know myself and like be aware of my own feelings. What I think is so cool about that is that you went to a different, different country, immersed yourself in this 10 day experience where you're removed from all of those situations, all of those triggers, all that day to day. It's like, to me, that's the only way we can really see ourselves differently is to remove ourselves from the situation and start to unravel that. Like, who am I? Why am I the way I am? Why are these thoughts running through me? So I think that's really incredible. I'm curious about this 10-day meditation retreat because I'm, I'm kind of where you were talking about those people who, like I meditate, but my max is 30, 40 minutes. And then... 10 days of it. I just can't imagine what that experience is like. Do you feel like it was what you needed to be able to connect to the practice of meditation? Absolutely. And I've done four since I've also lived in, so these like transformational experiences, we'll call them, I feel are very important to sort of take a break from, you know, as you said, your, your day to day, you're on your phone. It's just endless stimulation, like work, social media, family, friends, you're, you're never, going deep into self-inquiry because you're, you're just reacting and that's, that's life. And, you know, it's even hard, super hard for me having done all this work. When I come back, I, f I find like it just builds and I find the yeah. stress builds. And so once a year I try to do something like a psychedelic medicine retreat, a, you know, meditation retreat. I recently did a darkness retreat where I lived in a cave for eight days and, and all oh, these wow. things sound extreme, but they're just, you know, you could even just go into nature and live in a cabin. It's just reducing stimulation and giving your mind, your brain, a bit of a time to, to reset and repattern your dopamine response. So mm -hmm. super interesting. I would say the thought is like, Oh, I could never do this, but like you can, you don't even need any experience. Like there's no prep that's going to help you for this. Like if you practice an hour a day, it doesn't matter. It's just, just, you just need to go. And so I think that the number one thing I would recommend is like, there's, there's a combination of these transformational experiences and then changing your daily life when you're home but it becomes so hard to build a new habit 
in your current patterns. And so, you know, people try over New Year's, like, yeah. oh, I'm going to start going to the gym and like, you know, they fail. <laughs> like, I think it's like, it's like some it's crazy so stat, like 90%, you know, New Year's resolutions fail. I literally just posted on my Instagram story yesterday. I got to the gym and normally like the time that I go was, it would be packed like last month and this month there's no one there. It's like everyone who started at the beginning of January is gone again. And I was grateful for it, but (laughs) and that's what I like these like transformational experiences. I think what they really do is in, again, transformation just means behavioral change, just like sustainable behavioral change. It doesn't have to be some spiritual loaded word, mm-hmm. it's just like the ability to make change in your life. And it's really hard to change habits, but I, I've used these practices, both um, psychedelics and meditation to quit, you know, cocaine use, alcohol, smoking, uh, Uber eats addiction. Like when I'm struggling with urges, it's often related to stress and stimulation. And obviously it's different for everybody, but these transformational experiences, I find they boost your willpower. So when you come back, you have this window where you can, you can make sustained change. So that's kind of like the first step for somebody is like, okay, I need to really, and it worked for me, like moving to Israel and then doing this retreat. And then I, you know, shortly after did some psychedelic retreats, which have a lot of power as well, but it's kind of taking yourself out of your normal environment uh, to see life in a different way. And then as a result, using that momentum to make change in your daily life. Well, I always thought it was interesting too, even before I was aware and doing practices, whenever I would go on a trip and just change my environment, you know, visit a friend for a weekend or be in a different place. It was almost like I came back with momentum and a different perspective. I feel like there's just something, even when you're not self-aware about shifting your environment and then coming back and things just feel different. There feels like there's new energy, there's new momentum. And so doing it with intentionality just sounds like it would be so much more powerful. And like you were saying, it's like you can go into the mountains and just sit in a cabin for a weekend, maybe turn the phone off. It doesn't have to be this intense 10 day meditation retreat. If you have kids or you're not able to get away for that long or your job, you take off, like there are other ways to, almost induce that without, you know, if you're not in that situation where you have the ability to go on a 10 day retreat. So I love that, you know, pattern interruption. I'm curious, I know you do a lot with breath work now. When did breath work come into play for you? So when I got back from, you know, these, these, uh, from Israel, I, I shortly after did a psychedelic retreat in uh, the Amazon where it was um, four ayahuasca ceremonies. And after that, I actually had been, been sober ever since from alcohol and cocaine use. And wow. that really gave me the power to make change. And like right after I came back, I joined the Ethereum Foundation. I um, met my wife. We started, you know, doing all these healthy things together. And that pattern of like having a supportive wife, spouse, and using daily meditation and, and psychedelics every once in a while, uh, helped me to like continue the transformation. And then I got really obsessed with like teaching people these things and just found those two weren't the best stepping stone. So there's a major problem of most people are struggling, like probably everybody listening, like literally every person is like, I feel overwhelmed. I look at my phone every day. I have you know, Slack messages and emails <laughs> and like, you know, I'm looking at social media and I'm in a fight or flight state. So mm-hmm. it's, you're, you're in a state of like your mind 
takes a look at the phone and it becomes stressed and it doesn't know it's not actually stressed. It feels the same way as if, you know, you're walking down a dark alley and someone jumps out at you. It's, it's real stress in the brain. It's you're always on, always yeah. stimulated. And we, we weren't like that like 20 years ago. And so I found that, okay, basically everybody is overwhelmed. Everybody needs to create space, but most people aren't ready to go, you know, to the jungle and, and take what like people think is drugs. And, and as you do meditation, you sit down and say like, nothing happened, nothing worked for me. So I became obsessed with one, helping people who were struggling, which was just about my entire friend group, find something that was going to work for them. And then two, a lot of people who I did get into meditation or psychedelics would come back from retreat and then they wouldn't have their community. They wouldn't have like their daily practice. And so when they came back, I was like, fuck, these people are doing these transformational events. The change isn't sticking. And so those were like the two problems I was trying to solve. And I found uh, breath work through Wim Hof. So I'd been going to bathhouses, listening to like Rhonda Patrick talking about the sauna and the ice bath and, and starting to do that as my nighttime hang sessions. And they were like blowing my mind, like the best social experience, even mm. though it might be in this like old school strip mall, Russian bathhouse and like everyone would have a great time. There'd be such good conversation. And so there I got obsessed with the cold plunge and did the Wim Hof training and learned about the cold and, and breathing. And I did a Wim Hof session every morning for a year, like on YouTube and just wow. doing it and feeling like, wow, okay, this is amazing because you have instant feedback. So where meditation is about awareness of mm -hmm. sensation and thought, breathwork is about changing your state. It's about creating space. So you can use it to go up, you know, to create a fight or flight response to build energy. You can use it to go down. So think of that as after work, before bed, you know, kind of like an anti-anxiety or sleeping pill, or you can use it to explore, which is like creating emotional space. I can talk about all three parts of the triangle, but I found breath work for people who struggle to meditate was like the way in. It was sort of the, the toe where you could do this thing. It could be done in a group. It was super fun. It was really powerful. You would just follow along to breathing in the music. And it started to make real change, both for people who had never tried anything like this and for people who had come back from retreats and were looking to like continue their practice. Fascinating. So I'm curious, like the coming up and the coming down, I think I've had both of those experiences where breathwork has energized me or it's you know, calm me down. What do you mean by the explore, the exploration? So if you, if you take, there's many different terms for this, like all, all breath work, breathing exercises, they all do one of those three things. And so, you, you know, you may have heard of like box breathing, diaphragmatic breathing, Wim Hof, Tumo, transformational breathing, holotropic breathing. They're all doing, they're all shifting your state in one of those three ways. And so what I mean by explore is when you breathe, hyperventilate, let's say for 15 to 20 minutes, your blood vessels constrict, the blood flow to the brain slows. And so the parts of your brain, the prefrontal cortex, the part of your brain responsible for the ego. So the, I'm not good enough. What does this person think about me? What about all my tasks? The part that's just like fucking on all the time <laughs> from morning to night, the part when you meditate, you're like, oh, what is happening? This is crazy. Mm -hmm. That part of the brain shuts down and at the same time signals are sent to the, the limbic system, the emotional part of the brain, which change our like sense of time and sense of self. And as a result, the way the brain normally works, uh, it ceases to function. And so our body has been shown to start processing emotion. So you can create a ton of space 
from who you normally think you are, the way you normally think. So if you're like, you know, grieving a relationship, you're um, have lost a job, you have financial insecurity, you have fear about mortality related to COVID, any of these emotional things that are coming up that you're feeling, you can start to create space to process those emotions by turning down the thinking mind. And so, so this can be done mm-hmm. in deep states of meditation and exercise, you know, it's like almost like a flow state. Yeah, it can be done when you're when you're doing art, but it's just another way to shift your state and change your physiological function just by breathing along with some specific patterns. And as a result, I've seen people like, you know, tears releasing, letting go of painful breakups, letting go of deaths, like really crazy experiences where a woman who couldn't leave her house during COVID, she wouldn't even go to the door uh, to accept a delivery was doing these deep, deeper breath works for weeks and like totally conquered her fear and was able to kind of leave her house. So I've just, it's, it's like this idea that we store our emotions and don't process them. And as a result, we're sort of like bogged down. And so breath work is one of the best tools for emotional processing. Well, and I've had this experience. It was to me, it's such a, a crazy thing. It was like, I knew I needed to release. Like there were, there were things that I needed to process, but I could not access them from the state I was in. And I had a friend guide me through, she's a breathwork facilitator. And I just cried and cried and cried and cried. It was like the, the thing I needed to be able to access all of that emotion that I had shut down and pushed down for so long and I couldn't get to it because I was thinking so much about the emotion rather than actually being in the emotion. So you've created an app which I would love for you to talk a little bit more about and share what your like goal, your vision, your mission, and also just how people can access this. Cause I think it's going to be such an incredible tool for people who are ready to start exploring breath work, know that this is something that a modality they may need or want to access. Um, but just, I know for myself, it's like when I'm trying to do it alone at home, it's difficult for me to guide myself through it. And so tell me a little bit about what your app will and is bringing to people. Yes, we, we kind of, I was doing breath work. And as I mentioned, I was just doing it on YouTube, like these Wim Hof, like he was on a podcast. I just listened to the same one over and over. And then we started guiding people during COVID on Zoom and like thousands of people would join these, these Zooms because they were stressed out during like the first lockdown and we just did it for free. And then, you know, every day my, my partners are musicians and DJs, we would script and record these beautiful sessions. And so, you know, one's like for couples where it's like a date night and you're like looking each other in the eyes and breathing. Another one is for the perfect breath while you're cooking. Another one was, you know, your morning routine where it's got like some gratitude practice, breath work and some affirmations. And so just kind of each day we would you know, craft like each session as a work of art for our community. And then as I looked around, there wasn't really like a breathwork app with like amazing content, kind of the same way like Headspace and Calm existed. Uh, and this is a couple of years ago. And so we were like, oh, you know, let's like, let's, we have this community already. People love the content. Um, we love creating it. It's like one of my favorite things to do is to like script out sessions, work with musicians, create music, and then like put it all together and come up with new ideas. It's so much fun. And so we're like, oh, maybe we could build an app. So myself, my wife, uh, our three partners, there's five of us, two couples. It's like a full, you know, family owned thing. We decided like, let's put this out and make kind of a calm for breath work. And so, you know, we have, I think over 500 sessions on the app 
now and it's the easiest way to get into breathwork so you, you pop up the main screen there's a daily up session if you want to use it in the morning to boost energy there's a daily down session so after work you put your computer you use it you know or before bed and then there's a weekly explore session that's 30 minutes to 60 minutes where it's one of these like emotional releases and it's just the easiest way to get into the habit of, of breathing like you don't have to think too much about it you've got your daily up daily down and then your weekly deep dive and so we structured it that way to just make it really easy for people who've struggled to meditate to like access their ability to change their state. And what we're teaching you is like in under 10 minutes, you can boost your energy. So, you know, you have a sales call you're nervous about, you're feeling imposter syndrome at work, like bam, get into the zone, you know, in under 10 minutes you can yeah. relax. So like you're feeling like anxiety after work, or you want to connect with your family, like through slow breathing, you can, you can tap into more meaning and emotion or you're struggling and like you want to go deeper and explore. And so the idea is teaching people, that they can easily control their state. And what starts happening is like, you know, you're driving your car and you're in traffic, you start feeling anger. You're like, oh, I know what this is. I feel my state changing. I can breathe through it. So the main goal of the app was to teach people that they can take control of their nervous system state in a way that's like super fun. So all the music is, you know, awesome electronic music and stuff that you would hear. Like, you're like, wow, this is cool. Like it sounds, it sounds good. It's fun. And, like a and party so, in your living room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so like we even have ones that you can do in groups. And so because we don't drink, we would have nights where we have breathwork parties and like people come over and we put on one of the 60 minute ones, everyone does it together. And then everyone shares their experience. And the connection is so much better than, mm. you know, three bottles of wine. It's like totally. real, like you, yep. you use this to shift your state and get in a, in a vulnerable space where you then share. And it's like so much fun. We've done like breathwork concerts, which have been amazing where hundred people come, we have live music, wow. we combine breathwork and live music. So it's just such a interesting tool that's available almost for free that you can use at, at any time. And so we found that's been like the intro to get people into a place where they're, they're more concerned about their mental health and well-being. Yeah. Well, and I think something so powerful that you said is like controlling your state because I have so many women that I work with that are highly sensitive, highly, you know, empathetic human beings and with the world, the way it's been for the past few years, there's been a lot of ups and downs and, feeling, you know, the energy of the collective, feeling the emotions of what the world is going through right now. And I think this is such a cool tool to be able to bring in and say, you know what, I know this is happening in the world and I can process this. I can get myself out of this flight or fight. I can get myself out of this state of, you know, reactivity and really actually process what's underneath it. So powerful. Um, I have a question. Are you guys only doing your like concerts and such up in Toronto? Are you still in the Toronto area or is that something that you're going to be bringing? So funny. Yeah. Funny enough. We, it's not just an app. That's one piece. Mm -hmm. So, you know, in this problem I mentioned where it's like, how do you get the mainstream into practices that make them feel better? You know? So for us, it's like the practices have to be fun. They have to be beautifully created. They have to be science backed. Yeah. So we're not going like too woo woo on the totally. scale. We're very much talking about science and emotions. Yep. You can reach right? more it's, people that way. Exactly. Makes sense. Exactly. And so it's making it like, you know, if you're not willing to go to therapy, which most people aren't, mm -hmm. there doesn't have to be stigma. You can start to feel your feelings in like a fun and cool way. Yeah. And then the, the other problem is, um, you know, as I mentioned, getting people to connect after they've had these transformational experiences. And so for us, the app is one piece. It's like your daily practice you do at home. Mm -hmm. The other piece is physical space. And so we've built 
two spaces in Toronto and are coming to Austin with a 50 person sauna for ice baths in a tea room. And within the sauna, we do classes. So we'll have breathwork classes around like anger release. And, you know, we did one last night for Valentine's day where we had 14 couples in and they were eye gazing and sharing and breathing together and then going in the ice plunge together. And so um, the idea is that there'll be 50 locations in every major city in North America, uh, an app that you use at home, and then a, a community space online to like meet friends in the space. So then that solves the whole problem of like, you know, here's your daily practice, here's your community, here's your space you can go to that's healthy. Yeah. Uh, and along with that, we're going to be doing breathwork tours before we open in a space to build the community. So in New York, LA, Austin this year, we'll be doing uh, probably like 20 shows uh, with like artists where you come and there's a group share, there's some movement, there's a blindfold, there's breath work, there's live music, and then there's a group share to end. And the idea is a new social experience that's not built around alcohol. I love that so much. That's something that I, you know, moving to, I've moved so many times in the past few years and finding that community that you can really genuinely connect with has always been something that I've sought out. And this is going to be such a cool space and community that. I, I mean, I'm just excited for the, the cities that are going to get it. I'm like, put Denver high on the list. <laughs> I am ready for this. <laughs> yeah, I feel Denver and Boulder are both like communities yeah. that would really um, support something like this. They absolutely would. So, um, yeah. Any last thoughts or, or anything that you want to leave with the audience with? And also tell us how we can find your app and follow along as you build these communities out. Yeah, I think... You know, so you can find me on Robbie Bent one at Twitter. My DMs are open if you have questions at Robbie Bent on Instagram. And then we're at othership.app on Instagram. And then the physical space is at othership.to. And then our website is just othership.us. So you can find us in any of those places. The app's available in the, you know, app store and the Google Play store. Now there's a free trial. Uh, Accessibility is important too. So if it's not affordable... If you DM me, I will help you out with a, a membership that you can test out. Um, and then it, just something to remember is like, look, this stuff is hard. It doesn't have to be growth all the time. Usually it's like two steps forward, one step back. And like, you know, you mentioned these these women who are very empathic, like life is just hard. That's just yeah. what it is. You know, <laughs> you're going to have times when you're struggling and like there's things you want that you can't get there's things you're trying to avoid like life is just hard it's even harder with screens and the way we live and like that's okay so you know just be in the space that like hey it's hard for me now that's okay and that's normal because a lot of people are like oh my god it's so hard like you know and then it's my fault it's not that's just the reality and but it's also great so within the struggle there's like beautiful moments maybe it's Mm -hmm. your morning coffee or like a simple walk or like a moment of space and so i don't think you have to transform all at once you know it's just can you find a few moments each day of of beauty and it, it might be hard but just try you know can you have like that single breath to relax so i think you know keep in mind that this is a lifelong journey yeah. Uh, I struggled for like years trying to quit drugs and like unsuccessfully and like kept going back to the bottom. And so it just took time to like find what worked for me. And so there's just like many different things you can try. And so don't get discouraged if like you've been trying for a long time and it's not working. That's such a powerful message and such a good reminder too. It's like, I think we see people at the, you know, the highlight reels and the the ups of everyone's journey, but we forget that 
there is it's constant evolution and without that challenge without that difficulty we really wouldn't evolve as a human a soul whatever you want to call it on this planet and so I, I think it's such a good reminder that it doesn't have to be these you know quantum shifts these catapults all the time there's going to be that natural up and down of life as we move forward and evolve and grow so thank you for that absolutely well, it has, been, it has been a pleasure having this conversation. I will definitely link everything we talked about today in the show notes for you, the listener. And thanks again for being with us, Robbie. No problem. Super happy and grateful. Thank you. Hey, guys. I have a really exciting announcement before we dive into today's episode. Um, if you have heard me talking about the Free Spirits Academy, which is my new way to work with me, uh, you may have heard me talk about how I want to be more accessible in 2022. And this is how. If you're like, I know I want to have my own business. I know I want to be an entrepreneur. And maybe you're also very interested in wellness and movement and nutrition and like spiritual spirituality. I'm going to be teaching five women how to build a business using the systems I use for my wellness groups starting in March. So the Free Spirits Academy is really a place where you can build a personal brand. I'm going to teach you how to build out multiple streams of income. I'm going to teach you how to use these systems systems to build out a business and also have the opportunity to win cool trips, which uh, wait until the end of this because you guys are going to be talking about something really cool and an opportunity for you to get a free spot to my Colorado retreat. So Free Spirits Academy is for the woman who wants a, a business, whether that's a side hustle or a full-time thing. I'm going to be teaching you how you can use the systems that I use for really either. We're going to be talking about branding. We're going to be talking about attraction marketing. I'm going to be teaching you how to use this system as like a very magnetic and not like the weird funky. I'm reaching out to people. I'm like being really salesy. Like what I do is different than most coaches. And I want to teach more women how to do it. And this is one way that I can really reach more people and also develop more leaders. So if you've been wanting to start your own business, if you've been wanting to work with me, but you don't really want to be like a, um, maybe like a life coach or a spiritual coach, or you don't want to have your own like full, like, I don't want to be on calls, but you want to work from your own, your computer. You want to work like between things and pockets of time. You guys, this is how I built my business and left my full time job back in like 2018. So I'm going to be teaching you guys how to do this. And if that is something that has been interesting you, there is a form in the show notes that you need to fill out to be a part of the like introduction call. I'm going to be sharing a little bit about what I do about this opportunity on February 28th at 5 p.m. at Mountain Standard Time. There will be a recording. So if you can't catch it live, that's totally fine. Um, but you do need to fill out the form to get the recording and get access to the call. That form is in the show notes. The second announcement I have, you guys, I'm, I literally have full body chills. I'm like, I've never done this. I'm so excited to do this. Like spirit was like, this is what you're doing. And I was like, whoa, I'm mind blown. And the people on this podcast are also going to be mind blown because if you've ever wanted to come to one of my retreats, I'm hosting a leadership retreat for the women who want to be a part of this business opportunity in November of 2022, you guys. So it's several months away and you can earn a spot to this retreat by hitting certain benchmarks within your business. So if you're like, 
this is an opportunity that absolutely interests me. I want to be helping other women with their wellness. I want to be helping other women develop as leaders. I am like so lit up by this and I absolutely want to make this my part-time or full-time thing. If you hit certain benchmarks in your business, you're going to be able to come out to Colorado for a weekend where I literally get you an air. We're going to get a beautiful Airbnb in the mountains. We're going to do a lot of leadership stuff. We're going to do some wellness stuff. We're going to do some healing stuff. And yeah, you can come out and earn a spot. So if that's something that like you want the opportunity to develop as a leader, but you just are, you haven't found the way to get to one of my retreats, definitely fill out the form in the show notes. And we're going to be talking more about that on the 28th on the call that I'm hosting. So that's all I'm going to say about the opportunity. Again, it's the Free Spirits Academy. The link is in the show notes. It'll also be in my Instagram bio after this episode airs and let's dive into this podcast.